Hello, all you wonderful people out there in the world of the internet and podcast land. This is, yes, that's it, the One Shot Podcast, where I take all anything Marvel-related, any anime, game, um, all that good stuff, nerd, geeky, and I compile it into a huge ball that has been summoned by all of you for me to use to vanquish my enemies, and I drop it upon them like so, like Goku and his spirit bomb. Uh, this is Nick, and I'm here to bring you a nice little show. Um, now, with this particular little setup, I was working on, like, three, four other shows. And, uh, this one in particular, (laughs) I was very conflicted with, because I played it. It was a rather short game. I actually enjoyed it, because after the fact, I looked into what was, um... What was the uh, symbolism behind all of it? And it was actually just about as deep as I thought it was going to be. Um, my actual game review, which I'm actually going to do a tad bit later, um, which is my... I will be doing a review on Marvel Spider-Man because I picked that up the day of its release. And I've been playing it ever since. Even though I finally got my hands on the expansion for destiny 2 which i'll will be jumping on that shortly but i i wanted to put all my focus and time into marvel spider-man and that game is amazing and i have to give that particular show its justice because of the fact that in that game you can do so much but i'm already saying too much about this game that i have yet to uh, write out the review for um but this game in particular, that I will be doing a uh, cool game review um, is a free game. It is on PS4. The name of the game is called Here They Lie, which was released in 2016. Now, IGN gave it a rating of 4.8 out of 10. GameSpot gave it an 8 out of 10. And the developers were um, Tan Gentlemen and uh, SIE Santa Monica Studio. Um, now when I played the game, I got a playthrough of two hours. Granted, if I actually went through and collected everything, if there was a, uh, something to go through and collect, I would have thoroughly went through it. But with this type of game, I just kind of wanted to see exactly what it was all about. Cause when I first saw it, I knew instantly it was going to be one of those, uh, jump scare horror type of games where I just kind of want to brace myself even though it's like four in the morning or four in the afternoon or four in the morning whichever one I decide to uh, pick up the controller and decide to play in either sheer darkness or moderate sunlight Uh, this game was actually I thought it was actually pretty good because at the beginning of the game um, you see yourself you you kind of put yourself in the situation where um, you meet this woman. This woman is very unique and she's just kind of like putting you through like the, the whole setup of, you know, she wants to see you, but then again, you're trying to do something different and it's risky and all this other stuff. And the game starts off by you being on this, um, pretty much going through the subway. And of course that's where stuff starts to get a little weird. Um, This and when it gets to that, that that particular point, it 
kind of draws you in on what the gameplay might be like. And when you get to your destination, um, uh, say for, like, what was it? I got out of the subway, went right up the stairs, of course, trying to look around for any particular items or anything, um, which, when I get a little bit deeper into this, it's 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 kind of it's kind of a trip because i didn't even think i even had this particular item in the game until later um now when you 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 leave the subway and you come out and it has this like noir type of feel kind of like uh 1940s but 1940s in a uh, it's kind of like a weird setup where you know, you, you see the old school radio, the television sets, and everything else, but there's nobody there. There's nobody there to uh, justify that you're in this world where there's just, you know, there could be people running up and down the street and trying to, you know, get their groceries or clean or do whatever they need to do. There's nobody there. And that's where the game basically starts to pick up because as you're going through this particular town, you see you see all this stuff this 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 just darkness and that's where you you basically get introduced into what i would suspect is the i would say kind of like the uh symbolic villain but he's not really a villain it's more so of like a creature of interest that um yes he can do harm um he can hurt you but he doesn't if you do it right. Now the the setup of the of this entire game, um, you you really don't fight anyone. You fight one person, but it's it's short lived. It has kind of like an Outlast ish type of feel, but it's not to that point to where it's so dark and so deep that you know you're sitting on edge wondering what's gonna happen next. Um, here they lie. It there are jump scares. I'm not even gonna lie. Not there's a lot of jump scares in this game, and um, well, okay, not a lot. I over exaggerated quite a bit with that. It's not. It's there's there's certain parts in the game where you will jump because there's certain little things that will happen. But it's also you know, like I said, the the overall aspect of this game is it, it draws you in more so than you thought you ever could with a certain game like this. Especially the fact that it's free and even though it's a short game it's still really good now as it, you know you now throughout the entire game you see this woman and she's in this yellow dress she has this nice little fro and she's just talking about you know when days were easier and everything but you you're you you go from your initial destination you come across these creatures where you have to basically avoid them to a, uh, a point to where you finally get into the town or the city. In the city, now the people I'm thinking, you know, oh, awesome, there's finally some human interaction. Uh, I kind of, I was uh, thrown for a loop because these people are wearing animal masks. And if I remember right, there is a boar, zebra, a wolf. Um, I be- I want to say there's a there was a giraffe, but uh, I can't remember. But, um... These people are very, you know, seldom and selective in how you meet them. You also have to watch out for kind of like these enforcers. And they have like these, these, I want to say like a mallet. But also I want to say it's more of a, 
I want to say like a billy club. I'll say a billy club. That sounds just about right. You got to watch out for them, but you also have to watch out for the the people in this city because you don't know who's going to be your, your friend or your foe. And as you progress, you, you, you go through this town and this town has these people that I've, that I've stated, they, they have like these, these moments where they can be helpful and they, you know, they're, they're, they're there to like help you progress and others just want to beat you up. And I, there's been many moments where I just wanted to avoid these people, but these people beat you up only because you have to find certain little tidbits and points in this game to where you can progress. And you do. And you, you keep getting farther and farther into this game to a point to where it gets really trippy because you come across this burning man. This burning man just kind of comes out of nowhere. You don't really know his premise. He's just there. But you know he's a bad person. And you have to avoid him at all costs. And it's it, it, the Burning Man is basically just a human. Not even a human. It's just a typical person that's dressed up in a nice suit. Nice hat. And he's he holds a briefcase. And and right there, I saw the, the, the whole, the, the full symbolism behind this game. And when I got further into the subway itself, because it goes from the city and this desolate city, and then you go into the underground um, subway where you you ride the subway, things are getting really wonky. It's really weird, but it, it made a lot of, um, it, it made a few good points, even though I didn't realize those points until towards the end of the game. And um, you avoid the Burning Man. You do everything you can to uh, get yourself to a point to where you're safe. And just when you get to a, um, a point in the game where you think, oh, I kind of understand it, it throws a curve at you. And that curve is when you come across a mirror. And this mirror is a... Uh, you, you, you see yourself... And you're kind of talking to yourself, but you're trying to figure out why are you talking to yourself? And um, of course, your name is is Buddy in the game. Um, and you're trying to still figure out why are you talking to yourself in the game? It, it just that's just why. But as you further progress, and it and it goes from the noir type of uh, look of the game to this like tripodelic, like you're like seventies, you're on something, and you're seeing Steve. Or Steve stuff, Steve, Steve. Wow. Um, <laughs> you see stuff kind of collapse and build itself up, and you see these castles that you're going through. It, I mean, you 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 go you go even further into this game. It's like the Matrix, but the rabbit hole has hit its point, and you just broken through, and you're just diving even more into like this random you know what and why moment to where you finally get to a point to where the woman in the yellow dress shows up and basically says you finally made it now it's time for you to make the choice now you're trying to figure out what that choice is what is that choice and you get teleported to this mirror and this mirror is you again but this mirror uh this mirror version of yourself he is talking about how you can make the change if you bring yourself into this uh this world 
I can then start my job, my thing. And honestly, when I got to this point, this is towards basically the end of the game. You, you kind of figure, cause you know, okay, there's the mirror. You're talking to this person, but he said, you also have a, you have a choice. You can either come in the, in the mirror with me, or you can take that hammer and you can break the mirror. Now thinking to myself, you know, uh, you know, if you break the mirror, that just means something bad's going to happen. And, um, so I, I, I decided to go through into this mirror world and you find out this person is humanity. So throughout the entire game of you, uh, of me playing through it or whoever decides to play this game, you, you're basically paying, playing humanity. You're trying to get through, you know, all these influences, you know, from drugs and violence and uh, just just all these other weird occurrences. And you put yourself through those those situations to get, you, to get to an ultimate point to where if I choose option A, I can then go into this world and this mirror version of myself can go to the planet Earth and basically make a better... I, you, you basically start civilization. Civilization can thus thrive and grow. But if you choose to break the mirror, it just means the end of the world, end of humanity. That's it. That's the end of the game. No progression after that fact. Uh, no sequel. Nothing. That's it end of the game and when i got to that point and i looked into everything that this game represents it made so much more sense because of what it it truly represented and for a free game and even though the the playtime is like about two hours i'd say about two hours and ten minutes if you actually sit through and you kind of power through the game about two hours and 10 minutes, two hours and 12 minutes, give or take. But it's also a free game and you can play it. You can delete it off your your hard drive on your PS4. But I actually enjoyed it. I, I like the like how it, it made that transgression from that noir look. And it, it kept to that with that noir noir look until the very end of the game to where it's, it was vibrant with color and it. it it kind of opened yourself up to something um, different and unique. Like graphics were moderate at best, and you know I'm I'm not a huge person when it comes to like graphics, especially with something like that. But it also kind of brings in like you know with games that actually have a purpose and meaning. It it takes you back to the those times to where gaming was. It wasn't about graphics. It was just about the story and what that story can tell you and teach you about certain things and i feel like uh here they lie really hit that that mark um now overall with this game for the rating from the other other two that i i listed off i feel my personal rating for this game i would give it an eight out of ten now i only give it an eight out of ten because you know it, it really drew me in and i feel like if they were to make a sequel that was a tad bit bigger like what were what what would happen if you took that concept of humanity put it back into the equation but after they establish themselves and make themselves um more vibrant more more expansive 
you know, will that world that humanity has to go through again, will it be overly populated? Will it be poisonous? Will it be filled with like clean air? It, there's so many factors if this game had a sequel, but I'm actually just overall just impressed with how it was made and how it was done. Um, so with all that being said, that is my review for Here They Live for the PlayStation 4. Um, like I said before, I give it an 8 out of 10. GameSpot gave it an 8 out of 10. And IGN gave it a 4.8. So it's it's one of those games to where if you want to kill a little time, guaranteed that will be the game to play. Now there's other free games on the PS4, which I don't have that list right now. But eventually I will have that list. But I believe one of them for that was on there was, of course, Destiny 2. And I think another horror game, which um, I will slow, I will definitely jump into because that's another unique one. Um, but until that point, I will be uh, signing off with this partic particular show uh, just so I can work on another uh, character breakdown. I made a poll on Facebook just to see which one's going to be the first one I do. And... I feel like within a day or so, I might get that answer. So uh, until that happens, uh, stay tuned. I will keep up with this like always, you know, even though at times I can be a little late with it, but I don't mean to life, everything else. But that's once again, another story I won't I won't bore anyone with. So uh, this is the One Sharp Podcast with uh, your main man, Nick. And uh, I did a review on Here They Lie, and I hope you get a chance to play it because even though it's a short game, it's a short game to just kind of like thrive in and just kind of get a feel of what would be different if the actual storyline meant the survival or the thrivement of humanity. Um, you know, it's it's worth a shot. I mean, you can't can't knock it till you try it, right? So this is Nick. One Shot Podcast, signing off. Till we meet again, till we talk again, Excelsior. Oh, wait. I said that wrong. Hold on. More emphasis. Excelsior!